Welcome to the Thought Lounge Podcast. This is the fourth episode of our first Big Question series. Our guests in this episode are Axel Kramer, Dave Ellison, Heidi Cruz, Larry Zeiger, and Reza Palazban. Listen to the first episode of this series for a full bio of each guest. In this episode, our guest will answer the question, can you describe something you believe can greatly help people? Subscribe on iTunes for weekly updates on the Thought Lounge podcast. For more information on Thought Lounge, visit thoughtlounge.org. Enjoy. Besides fostering dialogue everywhere, (laughs) I think something that can greatly help people is pushing themselves physically much of their lives like at least once a day (laughs) like completely getting sweaty and like out of breath and um and why why do i think that um because i think it it brings you down to something that's where your your mind and your thoughts can't totally interfere with it um like your thoughts are governed like a lot of people I think take thought as uh, something that is like truth but we don't often examine where the thoughts come from so you know we'll think oh I'm I'm hungry or what and that's like a necessity like but or um, even like oh man that that was a shitty thing this person did to me like today that guy like when he drove by me today honked at me that was a shitty thing where does that thought come from like it, anyways this isn't like the point but basically i think that um when when you do physical exercise like really intense physical exercise that 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 it cuts that crap uh for at least a few moments of your day and it leaves you kind of empty in the mind at least um i mean the way i see it you kind of need an empty cup in order to be able to fill it and to, to properly listen or make a proper decision it's like being empty you're never totally actually empty but if you're as empty as you can get then you can see things as objectively as you can or at least see from everyone's perspective and um try to create harmony in whatever you're doing like whether that's your your job um or if it's a relationship you have with someone you're able to properly listen Oh, and then, and then physical exercise, it just teaches you so many just raw lessons. Like, uh, if you go out and do go surf and do go get caught under, you know, 12 set waves or whatever, and think you're going to die, like that's a huge learning lesson. You know how you react in those situations. That was actual Kramer. Next up is Dave Ellison. Is it too trivial to say use their signals while driving their cars? <laughs> That's just my pet peeve. <laughs> uh, it would probably lessen the amount of road rage that happens, though, in our world. Hmm. I think honesty and uh, patience. My mom always said patience is a virtue because I, as a young man, I didn't have a whole lot of patience. And uh, it got me into, you know, not so good situations. Um, so patience would be one thing. The patient, people, if they could just practice patience within uh, their interactions with things, just like I mentioned, people driving down the road. You know, it, 
you get people that you know they pull right in front of you they do things that they don't signal and it, those kinds of things if the person that has that happen to them they can choose to do a couple different things with that one is they can react or they can just choose to be patient and say well who knows what they've got going on in their life they've maybe they're in a hurry they uh they just lost their job who knows what's going on that causes them to to drive that way so patience in reaction um, and then the other would be honesty in interaction and that is just i think people if we all operated with with true intentions and uh, foremost honesty um, it would really benefit people all in so many different ways um, just as far as that uh, I think it would lessen people's anger it would uh, help people understand where people stand where they're where they're coming from I think it would really, truly help in communication and um, I think that would be a very important thing if we could all right now we've got these uh, these interesting people that are going to be running for president and their communication skills are very interesting um, combative would be one of the ways that I would describe them and I don't think that they I, they get uh, a fervor in their voices that it, the rhetoric is so um, aggressive where if they could just say hey I'm this is what I'm about I'm not going to call you names I'm just gonna be honest with where I sit and what I what I believe in I think people would have just a much better um, understanding and and calm about our society and our environment that was Dave Ellison next up is Heidi Cruz I recently found myself on the next block of the street, talking to um, an elderly homeless guy who lives, pretty much lives in the same spot every day during the daylight hours. And every single time I walk past him, he's reading a book. And so I've walked past him a hundred times and I had just smiled and said hi but I had never stopped and talked to him and so about three months ago I did stop and just said to him I love seeing all the different books that you're reading like you've given me good ideas of books and things I haven't thought about reading and I love to read too and he put his book down and we talked for probably half an hour and the most interesting thing about the conversation was that he talked for nearly half an hour and it was really an intense, just fascinating conversation of a person who slightly fell behind money-wise and was once he'd slightly fallen behind just did not was not able to make it back again and um it really gave me pause because number one I'd walked past him so many times and I felt like I knew him um but you know when I listened to him I learned that 
he grew up in New York and he used to work construction and he had this great family and he lost everything when he left his job here to fly home to New York to look after his dying father and um, just listening to all of his story um, and how happy he was to have somebody to listen to his story really made me think about all of the other homeless people that are in Ocean Beach that have, you know, similar stories. And, and I th- I do think people in Ocean Beach that are homeless can be really severely judged. And um, I have been guilty of that, especially when, um, you know, they've shown anger or they've been just acting really violently um, But this really was such an amazing learning experience for me that I've now started, the the regular homeless people that I see, I've started just striking up conversations with them and chatting with them. And there was a guy, a really young guy, who plays his guitar on Newport Avenue, and he is an amazing guitarist. Beautiful voice. And so... And he always carries a Trader Joe's bag and I always see him in people's co-op. And so I kind of thought he's just this, you know, sweet. He looks like he's walked out of Woodstock in 1967. He looks like a real hippie. He doesn't wear shoes and he's always smiling. And so uh, a couple of weeks ago, I struck up a conversation with him. Prior to this, I had had no... I don't believe I'd had any crossover with homeless people. And after I struck up this conversation, after listening to Mark, the homeless guy, the original guy that I was speaking to, um, and I asked his name and um, we just, he talked a lot too. And I just was listening and um, I said, oh, my son, Zach is home from college this weekend and he's a guitarist and I really hope you're playing because he plays too and I know that he'd really love to hear you and then Connor asked me questions oh um, you know how old is he and and did he grow up here and I said yeah he you know he's 21 and he went to high tech high and he said oh Zach Brooks and I said yeah And he said, oh, yeah, I know, Zach. He used to play the guitar with Rachel. And Rachel's my friend. We used to drum together. And I was so stunned into silence because it was somebody, again, that I had passed a 100 times on the street. Whenever I see him, I would always give him money. And I thought he was probably mid-30s. And he graduated a year before Zach, knew Zach, and kind of made a joke about, oh, yeah, I remember him wearing a tie to school. And I said, yeah, that would have been Zach. And and it was just from listening. It was listening to his story. And I just think that it is very easy to always be the person talking, but that really in the society that we live in and how judgmental people can be that I think it's just so much more important 
for me, I've learned now to listen. That was Heidi Cruz. Next up is Larry Zeiger. I believe uh, a teacher, uh, an educator can uh, change a person's life, and it doesn't have to be just in the classroom. And I think that each individual can make a difference, a positive difference in the lives of others by helping people more, uh, communicating more to them in a positive way. I think one of the things that has uh, been a huge, has had a huge impact on my life is music and the piano. I have two of them behind me, but I love uh, playing the piano and it's, it's very therapeutic. And I think um, one of the uh, most um, terrible things I've ever experienced in my life was uh, 9-11 and uh, the effect that had on my life and everyone else's life. And I remember telling my students, uh, we, you know, we should do something. We, you know, and I came up with the idea that if everybody in the world stopped what they were doing at the same time, although there's different time zones, and took out a musical instrument or something that created music or danced or something like that, to see how, what a great world we could possibly have, that would be something, and we could change people's lives that way. And so I believe music, dance, all those things can have a positive effect on individuals. That was Larry Zeiger. Next up is Reza Palizban. I think meditation. I, I believe in reflection and meditation. There's something called mindfulness and something that I still need to grow in quite a bit. But I came across a Harvard professor. His name escapes me right now. But he's, a, um, he's on TED Talks, and he did a presentation of five key habits for happiness, and meditation was one of them. Uh, it also talks about taking three things daily that you're appreciative about and reflecting on those and also journaling daily uh, one good experience that happened that day to kind of reinforce a positive experience that you had in a, in a given day. Exercise, 10 minutes of exercise daily. Uh, so these are part of the habits and I would say that meditation um, allows to you know, bring in a more inner peace to be able to uh, manage stress better in the day-to-day life and take a step back. Uh, a lot of times in life, I mean, you know, imagine you're in a car and you're in a traffic jam and you just, on a day-to-day basis, you're in this, you feel like you're in this rat race. And, and then you know, and you're, you're in that moment and you're trying to get to an appointment, you're trying to do something, and you've got all, that, all these thoughts and pressures racing through your head. But then imagine you're on the top of Mount Soledad looking down on that traffic from up there and there's an, it's a whole different experience I mean there's one person sitting in that car in that rat race and there's another person on top of Mount Soledad kind of looking down and observing the beauty of the traffic and the beauty of the surroundings and that person's up there and so that's what meditation does a lot of times it's like take a different perspective of where you're at in life and and what's going on and understand, hey, you know, tomorrow I'm going to be in that rat race, but right now I'm looking at this beauty. And so today I was in a, in a law firm downtown, the 20th floor, and it was just this beautiful view. And I was thinking about this. I was just looking all around downtown San Diego and 
looking at all these cars and people running around the streets and the hustle and bustle and taking a step back and just admiring the beauty of where I was at that moment and just trying to grasp that and trying to be in the moment. So I would say that's the other aspect of what I would say. It's besides meditation is get yourself in the present moment in our day of technology and cell phones and having, you know, to be at, like to have access to data and what's going on in the world every moment, having to do something um, to preoccupy your mind. Uh, I felt even more and more our generation and our modern era uh, we should take time to reflect and meditate and um, think about what's important in life and appreciate things more. And that was Reza Palazban. Thank you for listening to this episode of our Big Question series. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes to get weekly updates every Saturday. If you like these podcasts, write us a review on iTunes. We really appreciate your feedback. The next question our guest will answer is... What are you ready to let go of? For more information on Thought Lounge, visit thoughtlounge.org. Till next time, good thinking always.